what I've noticed is that since we're all very young and we're yeah. dealing with a lot of very big people, yeah. you don't want to have a small ego. So like if you have a small ego, you're just going to get like blasted out of the room most of the time, right? Yeah. Like they're not going to hear you out ever. You got to be charismatic. You got to know your shit. You got to be able to say that you know your shit. And when I say big ego, I don't mean like you have to think that you're like the best right now. I mean, you just have to think that you're going to be the best. Hello, everyone. On this episode of Overdue, we had Avi Patel. He is the founder of Nitrility, the world's first intellectual property marketplace. Nitrility has just reached a $10 million valuation, and just a year ago, he was a sophomore studying computer science at the University of Illinois. We talked about how the vision for Nitrility was crystallized, but more importantly, Avi's unique perspectives on business and outlook on life. In order to be different, you must think differently, and this has most definitely propelled not only Nitrility's success, but his as well. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to Overdue, where we cover the stories of certified product starters and ambitious entrepreneurs, from college students to accomplished professionals. Once, oh, not probably, probably one year. So first, when I started it, like freshman year of college, right, first two weeks, like I had one crazy thing was meeting Elon, and that's basically it, right? That was like my year's like highlight, life highlight at that point, right? Yeah. After that year ends, it was just grind time, it was just a lock in grind time, right? And then the year after that is when stuff started really picking up, yeah. right? And that's when I was just going everywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm back and forth in New York, New York all the time. Like this last like two months in crazy, I was just in Portugal um, meeting up with some people, business partners with Anoush and some soccer players like here now for the podcast and all of the events and stuff. And then I go to the US Open and then AD for Amsterdam Dance Festival. That'll probably be my craziest event. Right, so yeah, okay, uh, cool. yeah, all the distributors, all the yeah. CEOs from like Spotify and shit, they'll all be there. Like um, all the like every artist that's performing, I've signed like all the EDM artists, like uh, Cadmium, God Mode, uh, Biteworks, um, fucking everyone you can think of. So that'll be a good time. I'll meet with all of them and sort that all out. Yeah. So, I mean, he told me, also told me a little bit about like the startup. Yeah. I mean, like, I think we've been talking about it. Can you like give like a context on it? Like, yeah, yeah, like, I'll give some context like, on it. I feel yeah, like yeah. If anyone's listening, they probably like don't know. <laughs> no, they might not know like, what's going on. Like so a little confused. Yeah, so it's a marketplace for intellectual property, basically. So it's like a licensing marketplace where artists, right holders, anyone that's content online for any sort of IP. So that's like images, logos, patents, music, all of that can sell licenses for all of their content all in the marketplace, kind of like Amazon, right? And then when you buy one of these licenses, like a content creator or something like that, or a big media company. We set up the backend software using the blockchain so that all of the license ownership is public, right? So everyone knows who owns the license. So if you're a content creator on YouTube, for example, let's say we have like music playing in the background of this podcast and we upload it to Spotify, for example, right? Spotify will usually analyze the audio, see the music and then copyright strike it. That yeah. they, All the platforms have to do that, right? And they won't even check if you own a license or not because like, they have no idea if you do or, or, or if you don't, right? Yeah. So on your end, you buy a license and you still use the music and you still get fucked. So you're just yeah, like, what the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah. That's what happened to me in my first startup, right? Okay. So with this, what happens is you buy a license on the marketplace, which is one, very easy now. So you don't have to like, if you want to use a Post Malone song, you don't have to fucking contact Post Malone. Like it's, yeah, you don't yeah, have to right. do that. You can send, just get it on the marketplace in a couple of seconds, right? Um, that's one. And then when you buy the license, it's on the blockchain. It's all public information, which means that any platform like Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, whatever, or any third party will know that you own that license. So you'll never get a false copyright claim on anything. But that's like the gist of the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, this is very random, but I want to yeah. ask you this. So, Last year when you were a sophomore mm -hmm. here in the fall, did you, this is, you're not going to, did you tap into taking like gen eds? Uh, fuck. What was my, just for a week? my schedule, bro? Well, cause where I'm going to go with this is <laughs> I walk into like, I'm in like one of my first classes. Yeah. Like my freshman year. And, um, they're just going around the room. Like yeah. kids are talking about like, Hey, like, um, like, this is about me. It's about me. And then some kid like across the room was like, yeah. Oh my, uh, <laughs> he said something about how he started like a blockchain company. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, oh, that's sick, sick dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I never saw him again. Oh, like, we, so we had a couple intros that happened in a couple of classes, like, okay. not in gen eds. I don't think I was taking any gen eds, yeah, right? Yeah. But, like, when, when we had intro time, and I, when I was, like, a cop, cocky bastard, I still am, but I, I, I don't publicize it as much <laughs> nowadays. But when I was, and I was like, Yes, like the company is like worth 10 mil. Like it's like the number one on campus right now. Like it's doing all this shit. Like I work with like Post Malone and everything. Yeah. And you have just kids over there just like jaw dropped and shit. And, and no one knows what's going on. Half of them probably thought it was a lie, right? Yeah. Um, it was just a good time. It ostracized me a little bit more. So I was just like, this isn't it. And just left after. That was probably what led to it. Yeah. Did you, did you like, I mean, I regret some weird word. Yeah. Like, do you, I mean, do you regret that at all? 
What? Like, I guess like how, I mean, you just say how, how publicized, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit. It also because, helps a lot. It helped a lot. Though. Yeah, I think so, it helped. Like, it put me on like a little bit more of a solo route because if I think I had like people, if, if I like when I was less mature, like I think if I had people just like constantly like on my ass, like praising me or some shit like that or like wanting something, yeah. I think my immature ass would probably just like want to stay in college and pursue that yeah, instead. You'd be, like, you'd be like the kissing ass. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Like I, I, I think... Uh, yeah, if I had people just like constantly just like praising me for shit. That's why I said like I never had like many friends in high school or like middle school or anything like that. Like my yeah. entire life basically. So I never got like positive feedback on anything. So like I always had to work very so if, basically if I pitched an idea or talked about something, yeah. if I was if I was wrong about it, I'd be told instantly. Like whereas someone else that has like ten friends that tells them the idea, yeah, they'll like butter, sugar, cook it. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. all of that shit. But with me, it was like, yeah, this is dog shit. And even if it wasn't dog shit, it was still dog shit, right? Yeah. So I had to get a lot better than a lot of people. So if that didn't continue happening on campus, then I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. That's yeah. an interesting yeah. Like, I never would have, like, thought to hear that. Yeah. yeah. I, I have, like, one, one other question. So, like, when it comes to, like, dropping out. Yeah. How, how did, you, like, you come to that decision? And also, like, when you're, like, brown, how did your parents, like, <laughs> <laughs> they did not take it well yeah yeah at all, bro. that's like okay. something that like i mean I, I i my parents would never take that like, well they easily. didn't so like, like i was fucked but i mean here's how it goes so uh i, I was in college the, I'll, I'll do it in two parts so the first year right I, I was in my classes and stuff and the lawn collection happened i was like pitching like a motherfucker to the indian parents of course right <laughs> um and uh i was doing my best and dropped like every class so i talked to the advisor sorted that out dropped them and i was pretending to my parents like look like this is a good thing <laughs> we'll make it count for credits and shit like that yeah, yeah. Pretend, like bullshitting just whatever whatever i could right so they just went along with it and then in the spring i was like yeah so like since this happened i need to take another gap just to sort this out at this time legacy the first company already fucking failed so it was just nitrility time right um and nothing was going on um and then when i came back because they forced me to at that point by the way like we got a round in and the company was valued at five mil so they saw that and still didn't give a fuck. So I was still yeah. in college. Dude, it's Indian parents, right? They didn't right? care, bro. Like, they didn't care at yeah. all. I was, I was in college take, and I was on prohibition at the time. So like academic oh, wow, probation. Okay. Yeah, because I took one class in the spring semester, yeah, right? Yeah. But the problem is I was supposed to be allowed to do that. I talked to the dean of engineering and he's like, yeah, this is okay if you're doing a company on the side. And then he got like, he got quit or was fired or some shit, right? Really? Okay. So then I had no reference. So I was academic probation, full load, bullshit happening, right? And then I was there and I, I remember at the time, um, I, dr I was like, dude, this is too much work. Like I, I was like taking like the worst, like freshman year classes based, like physics one, calculus yeah, yeah. bullshit, stuff that I just didn't take before um, that I already knew, but it was like so much busy work, just like bullshit busy, even while I knew the information, right? So I was like, okay, this ain't it. Um, I'm gonna have to drop it regardless. So I dropped all the classes and then my parents were pissed, as you can imagine, right? Because they were just like, yeah, the yeah. I, I pretended to them, said like, yeah, we got another funding round in. I just told them, yeah, it's going in, it's going in, we're good to go. We had nothing in, of course. Like, that was just, we were just rolling out what we had, right? <laughs> so um, they, I think for like three weeks, I just didn't speak to them. And that was when I was still on campus, right? And then I realized that while on campus, one, I was at Here Apartments. Anyone listening from UIUC, never go to Here Apartments. It's the worst thing ever. Bro, I was thinking about signing there next year. What's so you, bad about it? Bro, you dodged the bullet, okay? So at the time I visited <laughs> in ninth grade, I was like at some, at some girl's place, right? And there was, ugh, I walked in at some luxury shit, obviously, right? Because yeah. they, they got lucky as fuck. I got the 14th floor um, in some corner room or some shit. So I was living in, a, living in a dog pen, like the worst of the worst. The bed takes up half the room. The closet isn't inside the wall. So it's half the room, like a quarter of the room. <laughs> your walking space like here. And then your, your TV's on the wall with like a, like a mini screen. Like you can't even see shit. And then your, your bathroom's disconnected from your room, right? Um, okay. So it's bullshit. So I was there and I was like, okay, I'm sick now because I was sick because everyone on campus is sick, right? So I got sick um, and then I, it just wouldn't go away. And I realized that, listen, like there's a couple of factors. One, the sickness and the room situation, terrible. So I was like, okay, I got to go back home regardless. Two, I don't know, the people that were on campus, like I couldn't find like motivated people. Like your, your network is your net worth, right? And at the time, if it's, if it's just me, like I can just at least rely on myself, right? But if there's people that like are just asking me to go out every day or like telling me like, look, I got to do this like this day. It's just, it's more of a hindrance than anything. And I just was too lazy to try to look for people that are worth the time. Um, so I just said like, dude, let's do the solo route. I went back home. They weren't having it, of course, the parents. So it was like a, a several months of just like, 
not doing good. So eventually I put the foot down, like left the house for like a bit. Um, and they were like, oh shit, like he's serious about this. And then uh, I was on a couple podcasts. I got some articles up, like funding actually came in. They're like, okay, it's doing good enough for us to kind of respect this now. So I was back in the house, right? Um, it's been good since then, but it's like That's a lot good. of, it's a lot of convincing. If you're trying to convince Indian or Asian parents, they're like, you got to drop out. The, it's good the, for the you. proof has to be like solid. It's got to be. And then still it might not work. It's so still like, not work. I had yeah. so much, you could Google me at the time, like naturally Googleable, like all the funding news is all yeah. up. Everything yeah. sort of, all the artists sign, like all the Instagram stuff. And they're like, what's Instagram? I, I, <laughs> yeah. like, okay. All right. I mean, it is what it is at this point. Um, but after a lot of work, it'll happen. You just have to be committed to like putting in, it'll happen at some point, right? Yeah. They can't just fucking kick you up permanently, right? Yeah. Um, but it'll happen at some point. You just gotta grind it out and it'll, it'll happen. It's just a lot yeah. harder, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll transition a little bit. So like when we were talking originally, I, I was with him the other night. Yeah. And like he told me pretty much exactly what, like the whole thing about what a nitrility is. And I was like, I'm like, that is like such a good idea. Like how do you come up with that? Cause it's like yeah, so it was niche, a weird right? story. And then you told me the story about what happened, but like I think contextualizing you start as well as just everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy to. So um, before I started Nitrility, it was like first two weeks of college. Um, I was recently broken up with, so I was on revenge time, right? I was like, fuck this shit, dude. I need to start a company. Some Mark Zuckerberg shit, literally. Yeah. So I, was, I started a company um, and NFTs were popping at the time. So I was like, okay, this is what I want to get into. Like it's the easiest to get into. So I DM'd a thousand celebrities. Um, got in contact with one person, Alon Galani, big fighter in Hong Kong. Shout out to that guy. Literally kickstarted my entire life, basically. Um, but he took a chance on me. And my the idea was based, it was simple. We were going to make collections um, for celebrities. It was a world's first NFT celebrity agency, right? So we were going to make collections for a bunch of people, get them all up on an open sea, and then everything's there and everything increases in value. That was the logic behind it, right? So we make this insane collection for Alon Galani. And we have a buyer for the collection that was ready to buy it for 3.2 mil, right? So it was set up perfect we were gonna be good to go right what ended up happening is that we had a bunch of youtube videos that other people were gonna post like detsuki a lot of big uh, content creators that are good on instagram right um and a, a lot of partners from like one championship all of that and we used music and all of the promotional line for all of those videos we spent like 2k on licenses for all the like two 3k for licenses on the videos right um and what ended up happening was that YouTube, Twitch, all the platforms we uploaded all the videos on and the collection itself didn't know we owned the licenses. All of it copyright striked, all of it taken down, all of it just fucked immediately, right? Wow. So I was like next to suicidal. <laughs> I told him the story about it. I was like on the clock tower and shit, just like losing my mind, like at the time looking down. I was like, okay, this is fucked. And then on the way back, like after that debacle, on the way back to Lar, because I was staying at the worst storm possible on campus. Hey, right? we stayed at par far, so. That's far? better than Lar. We didn't have air conditioning, motherfucker. We didn't have yeah. shit, dude. dude. We, were, we were like two miles away from like everything. I was like the same part. <laughs> it was the same shit, except we didn't have AC. The walls are like wooded and shit. There's spiders calling hey, the ceiling. Hey, honestly. What's Cersei? Oh, the gym shit? Yeah, dude, yeah. dude, that thing is like I, tiny, I didn't go though. once. Like I do calisthenics, so I was just in my room constantly, right? Um, but, bro, I mean, just, it was fucked. Anyways, I was on the way back walking to Lar, and I was like, holy shit, this NFT and blockchain shit really just like, because I, I was familiar with the authentication tech of it, right? Like, I knew, like, everything that you put in the blockchain is, like, very, very reliable data that's always there permanently and can be showcased and, like, authenticated very easily, right? So, like, okay. What if the license was just represented as an NFT? Like, wouldn't that solve a lot of problems? And then I was like, fuck my life. What, what did I just think of? And yeah. then I called up like some guy I knew from the music industry that's close with us right now. And I told him the entire idea. And we just cooked for like 40 minutes, just going back and forth. And then we had like a finalized, like, what if it's just a marketplace for ideas? Like any IP in the world, just listen in one place. Any buyers yeah. can just authenticate the license and never a false copyright claim for any IP. So it was, that was that was the whole idea behind it. And then it turns like Amazon for IP and branched out after that. Yeah. What was the like time difference from the like clock tower to like the whole like, whole like actually- Probably like, three hours right after that. Wow, yeah, okay. it, was three, it was three hours after. Uh, so I was, so I was, I was literally just on the tower for like three hours, just looking down, right? I was like, phone off, no shits given. Wait, this is like South Quad Tower? Yeah. How do you even get up there? So there was a ladder at the time. I just climbed, oh, okay. I didn't care. Like there was like a maintenance ladder up there. So I just climbed it, right? So I'm looking down, like straight down. And I'm like, okay, I mean, if anything, this is the time, right? Um, but 
I climbed down and then I was like, I was, cause I was too pussy to do anything. Um, I climbed down and then walked back and it was just, I, I was like cooking. It just started like running through my head again. And I was like, how could have this been fixed, solved? Like what the fuck went wrong? Yeah. 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 Wow. That's a crazy story. Yeah. No, I, I remember like when he told me that, I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like that, like it's just such yeah. like a, like it's just a change of a, like events. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was such a Dude, that was what I always tell everyone. Like, bro, the, we had so much drama and shit happen every single day. Like, there was never a dull day ever. Like, so I'd wake up, like, six phone calls, like, this going wrong, this shit's going on. Like, our fucking artist that was making the collection in the first place, like, held us hostage for a bit. Like, we like, so she wouldn't give us ownership of everything. Like, contracts not signed. Our developers making the website bailed on us last second, trying to take 50% of the company. They were going to publish the site. So I was like, fuck this. Had to make the site in a day, like the new site for the collection, right? I mean, after we put the thing up, like there's some founder drama, like bunch of shit. And then this happened. And then we took the invested money into Legacy Art, the old company, misled all of them and said, listen, we're going to keep on pushing towards Legacy. We had meetings set up for Legacy, right? Still, because we were still pretending like you're pushing it. At the same time, I was cooking with Nitrility the entire time, like getting people on board, signing artists and getting it all sorted. So eventually when I told them like, look, we haven't been doing any of Legacy this entire time. So Nitrility, they lose their shit for a bit and then we pitch it to them and then they're good to go. So that was a big transition as well. Yeah. How, how big is like the Nitrility team now? And like how, so it's a weird question because I got a lot of like full-time members, like 10 full-time members, I'd say yeah, like 15 people that I rely on like constantly for like very special stuff. Right. So I got a lot of freelance people that are like very good, like Alexander, like great, great 3d artist. He made our mock-up explainer video, our first ever post on Instagram. Right. Um, and we contact him for any like intensive 3d work. He did shit for like the ICC, like the, uh, the cricket, big cricket t- uh, commercials, like a lot of stuff in Dubai, like for uh, billionaires that put out like great 3d animations. Um, got Datsuki who's another artist, like a lot of very, very specialized people. Our team's probably 10 people. Like, official 10 people are clo cro cso all of that um and they're all cracked they're all a lot of them carried over from the old company so i got a couple people just come over from that um and then yeah we've branched out the dev team all of that so it, it's it's a it's a sizable team right That's good, i keep yeah. it pretty short though compared to the amount of people that offer to like be a part of the team nowadays yeah how did you like meet all of them yeah so like, like well win too yeah so I'll give you an example. So Ryan, our CLO, right? I was paying him to do legal work for Legacy at the time, right? And then eventually when I was like, dude, I got this idea for like a marketplace for I, he was like, oh shit. Like this, because yeah. th- he, he's an IP law. So he's like, fuck my life. This is genius. Yeah. He hopped on immediately after that. Give him equity. He's good to go. Yeah, yeah no, he's, sore. he's our CLO. He gives us all free legal work. Like great, great lawyer. Like bro's got a genius. Like we've, uh, he's got like claw... I mean, his contracting skills are nuts. Like he'll always think of like a loop to get us out of any situation that I won't know of until I see it, right? It's like, we've had like drama with founders and they'll always have a a part in their contract saying like, look, if shit goes wrong, Avi can just do this. And he's on my side for a lot of things, right? So um, that's good. Um, And then our CRO, who is his dad, who's like a CEO of uh, a branch of Pratt & Whitney, which is like a Fortune 100 company. He does all of our like research work for like financials, all of that shit. So Ryan was all on. Everyone's basically all online. I don't think I've met most of these people in person. They're just really, really great. So like both our developers, like they're from like Kansas and Cali. Like they, they wow, I mean, they're okay. both online hired from Indeed. Like I had like oh. a thousand. Oh wow. Okay. So you yeah, just so like, like went out there. And yeah. Like con- so I had like a thousand. So at the time, a lot of artists were on board. We had the Times Square billboard up. Everything was cracked, right? So they came on board. And I put up a, a listing on Indeed. You got like a thousand applicants, like 400 to a thousand, somewhere around wow. there um, from across all the platforms, like Indeed, AngelList. All so I interviewed everyone, right? Most of them were asked, but then I came across Ryan, one guy I settled on, and he was the initial guy getting the actual payment from the investment. Yeah. He's been developing it since, like from the very start. Um, so there was that. And then our graphic designer, Ikena Kosa, insane. Um, known him since high school. So that's one guy that I was actually motivated in my high school that's doing shit with me. There's a couple others, but they're not directly with me. But um, yeah, he's doing a graphic design. Um, Then we have our CSO who is um, from, uh, I don't know, since tennis when I was growing up. Um, He's doing some shit. We're figuring that out right now, but a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Yeah. we've got a lot of connections everywhere. Yeah. Was there there like anyone from like U of I that you like kept with you or like was it kind of just like like dropped them all? There was one that was with me. 
so there was a, this came in Varshal Patel. Um, shout out to him. He's great, right? Um, and he was like on for Legacy at the very start, right? Um, so not from the very start. So he came on like halfway. After I met with Alon in London, a lot of people were picking up on our shit. I got a DM from him and he yeah. just met for lunch and he liked it. So when I pitched the idea for Nitrility to him, a couple other people that I brought on for the table, um, he was like, dude, I want to hop on this, right? Um, so like after a couple of weeks, like he was on Legacy while we were still doing that as well as Nitrility from the start. But um his interest shifted a little bit. So like when I left in the spring, just go back home and work there instead, like that freshman year, right? He uh, like dropped off the map a little bit. And at the time, like investments were coming in, like a bunch of stuff was sorting out. So like um, a little bit, bit of a Zuckerberg happened, but I'm still close with him, you know? Like I, I mean, he, he just doesn't have equity or anything um, just because like I, I can't be risking that on someone that's not gonna be committed to like everything. Yeah. Um, and I think we're good now, hopefully. I mean, I talked to him like two days ago. So like, yeah. but uh, that he was still the only here? Kid. Yeah, he's then? still here, still here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was the only other kid um, that that was really on, on his shit. Like that guy's like actually like the only kid I met like extremely motivated, at least in my time that was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. That does everything, you know? Yeah. When you were making those decisions for like, you're going through those like a thousand resumes and yeah. you're like, deciding, okay, like who do I want to have on my team? Yeah. Like what were you looking for? Whether it's like, I told this guy to one of the inter- the guy that was at the event that we were at yesterday or two days ago. Like there was a kid that was there that interned for the company, and I rejected him. But um, <laughs> so many kids, I told her that. So so what I did is I, so we had like a, like three hundred intern applications, like fucking three four months ago or something. He was like uh, one of like the top ten guys, right? So we hired four of them, and there's nine nine people total. They hired four of them, and then there's five people left. TJ was one of them, right? Five people left. I put them all in a Zoom room and told them just speak, right? And I hired based on who's got the biggest ego. That's always how I hire, right? So I'll give you an example. So this kid just like talked like in the middle somewhere over there. And then the rest of the kids, like there's one kid that like just talked way too much, talked start, right? And then there's other kid. Guys like uh, like fucking dropped out of UIUC for a bit, like works at Amazon and Google and shit. And the, the key difference you notice is that he talked last. I asked everyone what positions you like. We have outreach and we have marketing positions open, right? All five of them were CS developers, right? So four of these guys went, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll fit into any role. Like everything works. And this last kid goes, yeah, I'm only in a CS. So like, I'm only going to do this for you guys, yeah. if anything. Right. Yeah. So he, he knew what he wanted. Right. And I hired based off of that. Like if the guy, the guy had the biggest ego by a long shot, like he, he sat in the room, like he knew what was his shit, you know? Yeah. He was um, looking for a certain which position. Was, he exactly. wasn't going to like settle. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't going to settle on anything. So that's, that's how that worked out. Um, and we got him on board off of that. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that, I mean, with the whole thing of like finals with the big, biggest ego, so yeah. why do you think that that correlates like necessarily to somebody you want on your team? Yeah. So like what I've noticed is that since we're all very young and we're yeah. dealing with a lot of very big people, you don't want to have a small ego. So like if you have a small ego, you're just going to get like blasted out of the room most of the time, right? Like they're not going to hear you out ever. You got to be charismatic. You got to know your shit. You got to be able to say that you know your shit. And when I say big ego, I don't mean like you have to think that you're like the best right now. I mean, you just have to think that you're going to be the best, right? And that's what this kid is all about. And everyone on the team is all about. Like they all want to be the best at whatever they're doing, no matter what, right? And that that level ambition that I try to find in the company, because I don't want to have anyone ever drop off the team again or something like that, or someone that's not ambitious enough to keep on going, right? Um, Everyone on the team's got their own shit going. Ryan's got a fucking like three extra shits that he goes on like on the side. He's got his own firm. Like, I mean, our dev does like a bunch of freelance stuff all over the place. Like he's got his own company that he does stuff with. Like um, our fucking new CPO that's hopefully coming on like he manages like a shit ton of artists like they're all got their own shit going but we've all come and united on a, on a common cause right and that way the reason why they're there is because they believe in it and, and you know that because they wouldn't be there because they have their own things going on so if they're really there they really believe in it and that's like a another thing that i use just to hire people on board you know wow uh, that's interesting i like i've never yeah. had that perspective yeah I knew the, the last thing you said though i've i had a conversation with like one of the artists so mm-hmm. we were talking about like, going through interview applications yeah. And someone brought up like, oh, like, what do we feel about like people that have a ton of other commitments? Yeah. And then you hear some people are like, oh, they have a ton of other commitments. They don't really need time. It's not it, yeah. And then uh, someone else was like, yeah, but like the people that are involved are the people that are involved. Yeah, that exactly. That are going to be involved. In That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that I heard that the last two days because I mean, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. I think the people that... I love the people that have like random stuff and just random. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I hire off of too. Yeah. I'm a mayor. Just like, 
just you never know what someone's gonna be interested yeah they're doing everything literally next. yeah that's yeah. like my entire team like i hired just based off like everyone that's got like some crazy shit going on on the side like fucking our investors the same bros does fucking everything just like does this on the side as well like i mean there's a bunch of shit like everyone's like doing their own thing you know yeah yeah that's cool i uh one other thing i want to transition into like yeah. with some of like just going being having a foot i guess and like every little domain of life um you work with like a ton of different people yeah right? whether it was like with the licensing model um like being out with like the mma um all of that type of stuff yeah. as well as like just with musical artists you get a wide spectrum yeah i got a artists. wide spectrum of them yeah so how do you build genuine relationships with like so many different people at yeah the end of the day. i think i'm more interested in the person than what they do I, i'm attracted right? to egos and everyone i talk to has got an ego which is great right like they all just like think of the, so i'll give you an example josiah was at his concert right and they cut it short by 10 minutes he walks off the stage doesn't talk to anyone the rest of the night pissed as fuck everyone's like dude you, you, you did your shit you're all great like he just didn't give a fuck like he was like i couldn't perform i'm pissed now right yeah. and everyone i know is just the same like they need to do their shit they have their like spotlight moment they need to do so i'm interested in like how that works right so when i'm conversating with people it's less of like most of the time i won't even talk about music with some people that are artists like I, i'll yeah. talk about like general life shit that, that people are very good at and I'll, I'll branch onto a lot of you know formats of conversation with everyone you know when i talk to people on instagram for example it's a fucking conversation yeah. it's not a pitch like i don't i just talk to people like like a norm i yeah. think a lot of people like treat like interviews like an interview like it's not an interview yeah. the person has to like you if he likes you you're in right like yeah. you don't have to just yeah, like I give that's the biggest thing that shit ever like, people don't understand that like, they don't in an no like, no like that's the point like shreyas came on the first call with me like the kid that we eventually like was like this is our last intern guy other than the four right and i i i've walked on the call and just a normal ass conversation like everyone that's on the team like is very good at just pitching yourself tj hopped on the phone i mean you could tell just by when you met tj like yeah. the type of guy that just have a normal conversation with yeah, you like yeah. everyone's treated like a frat dude like everyone's yeah. one of the brothers like it's the same shit yeah. you know so when i talk to like no matter how big the person is i will hop on with like a level like it'll make it like there's people that watch the phone call sometimes and they're untrained and they'll think that dude you're acting like you know this guy for 12 years like why the fuck is the conversation going like this but it works every time like that's how it goes you know like yeah. if you seem familiar with them it's gonna go well yeah or if you just like you just gotta care about people as a human yeah like, more than anything else ever yeah <coughs> I, uh, I like yeah like yesterday i like saw like this uh, head of like supply chain management here. yeah and like i'm not a supply chain kid like that's yeah. not what i'm in or anything like that but i just like went up to him and i was like and i meant this i'm like, like honestly like because he i'm like hey how are you doing sir and i like whatever yeah and i'm like honestly like, i just love listening like, like you talk whenever you're giving a presentation yeah like, i'm always so engaged and like it's incredibly interesting mm -hmm. and it's like i don't expect anything back from that i'm just trying to give a compliment it's a compliment yeah i love uh i was talking to, was talking to somebody about this today but like this is one quote i love where it's like people never get the flowers but they can still smell them yeah like, if you give people I've heard compliments that. yep like to yeah their face like instant I, I don't know. I think that can be like there, so, hearing that when, when you're not doing it because you want to get something. Yeah, I agree with that. There's always a middle ground, but so it's tough, right? Because like when you're doing business and shit, and you're pitching people, yeah. you always want something out of the other person, yeah, right? Yeah. But you also need to understand that wanting someone something from them doesn't have to be instantaneous. So instead, what I do is I offer myself to them, right? So let's say you're you're in a conversation with someone, like you're talking to an artist or something like that. We offer them our service for free. So they have something from us. What this does inherently is they go, oh shit, he gave something to me. Like yeah. they're more inclined to give something to you in return sometime in the future at any point yeah. in time. We we talked about this when we were all right, well, this is gonna sound kind of stupid, but like <laughs> when all right, you see how you have those like gummy bears or whatever there? Yeah, yeah. Those are for you. We talked Perfect. about we talked about this like last semester when we were talking about the yeah. package, right? If we walk in there, we give them bottles of water. We give them like that, those gummy exactly. bears, whatever. Yeah. Like last semester we had thank you notes. We like ran out of them now. We'll get, gotcha. we'll get more, but like, yeah, it like does, okay, they're more inclined return, to like, like, they're more yeah, inclined to talk yeah. in the future. Like, Cause they had shit. a good, good experience when they came on. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. It, it's, it's all a big manipulation that everyone's going to play because yeah. you want to do it. Like, I mean, yeah. that's, how, that's how the world works, right? Which is, which is why I don't have too many friends around because if you got friends around, they're constantly doing good shit for you. It takes up a lot of your time to do good shit back to them. Right. Exactly. Or else that relationship, like, yeah, yeah. So balance is a big thing that I keep in, in fact, in my life so i'm pretty good at you know maneuvering it right 
that's why I keep like next to no one around. So I can just focus on my isolated self. Like balance is a lot of very multifaceted scenarios, right? Like something, yeah. like if you move that water bottle one inch, maybe like 10 seconds later, it'll move back another inch, right? So the point is everything goes forward as it goes back, as it goes back, as it goes forward, same thing, right? Yeah. So if I offer something out to a hundred different people, I do, I do, the reason why I went this far is because I always did shit for free for people, like constantly did shit for free. So it always comes back around. Like Varshal, like my old, like a uh, guy that was with me all the time, like every single day, he's like, Bro, I swear to God, you're the luckiest motherfucker alive because I used to get DMs back from people that should not be responding. I'm, I'm put in the position to receive the luck, right? Yes. yes and yes. yeah, so there's that. And there's also the fact that there's like a balance is like a, uh, it's like a, an invisible factor that's always in play in the field that no one knows how to navigate. Um, so the point is you do as much good as possible for people. It'll eventually come back to you, right? Yeah. Which is why when I say like when people are volunteering or people doing good stuff for the world, they're doing good for themselves mainly, right? And when you're yeah. doing good for yourself, you usually do good for other people. That's the point. If you're doing bad, so at any point in time to test if you're doing good in life, like see how the people around you are. And if they're doing not so good, you're probably not doing so good yourself either, right? Even yeah. if you have fame, money, whatever the fuck, it doesn't matter. You, it's very, very, very um, good factor to indicate like your your level of success. Yeah. I, uh, the, like, keeping on this theme, like, like, do you know who Rohan Rani is? I don't. Okay, he was like a senior guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Loop, like, he was, gotcha, like, gotcha. Um, but he was like a senior, and we were both fresh. Yeah. Like, just kind of chilling. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. fresh too. Um, but Rohan was kind of like the like person that like every like every freshman goes. I need advice on this. Like, yeah, yeah. On this. Gotcha. Like, like, should I go into IV? Yeah. Should I, you know, all that little things. Um, and I was like one of those people that would ask him for advice every now and then. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel like like this thing's doing stuff for me, and I'm like, I don't want to just make. Like, I don't want. It's not a one. You don't want to be a one way street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. But you you gotta let you gotta understand that, bro. He's getting more out of it than you are. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like when I give free advice to people all the time, the amount of good shit that happens in my life, like even that week, is fucking ballistic. And that's all balance. Like it, it is what it is. Like you just never really know. Like when bad happens, like a streak of bad for a week, the good will come for like a month on end after that. Like that's why yeah. there's no such thing as good and bad in my books. Like you could have, I mean, this is a hot take, but you could have a serial killer that kills someone and you have no idea, like some guy that dies on the street or some shit. That guy could have been fucking the next Hitler. Who knows, right? Yeah. Like you have no idea. Everyone that's like imposing like their own will onto people, like saying, like, look, this is what's bad. This is what's good. Like they have no idea what good and bad is. You have no idea what in the the outcome of like a several uh, of times span like will be after like a week or maybe two weeks or what that one outcome led to another outcome you have no idea ever yeah it's like the story with the horse yeah like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah i've heard of it yep yeah, yeah. Like, you never know it just depends on how long you extend the time horizon yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah i uh we actually i had a question it was like exactly like, literally exactly like yeah. that where what moments like within your life mm -hmm. do you feel like in the moment like well did you always have this yeah, I've always had it since like high school. It's probably what made me so ostracized because I used to tell people like people used to like tell people like, look, this is good. This is bad. And I used to say like, you have no idea if that's bad or not. Like you got no idea what good and bad is. What do you think like instilled that level of perspective? Do you think that was like something well, within your family? No, nah, so I Indian family, obviously, right? So I'm like constantly abused, like is what it is, right? Yeah. But then I look at like Wait, where where are you on like the sibling level? Are you an only child I, or like... I'm I'm an older brother. So and okay. two, yeah, so it's yeah. probably the the worst is against. Wait, like, older brother to and... one sister, one sister, younger sister. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's as bad as it gets, yeah. literally. And I'm not to mention, so my family goes like this. There's two brothers, twin brothers that married two twin sisters and we all live in the same house. So I basically have two moms and two dads, right? Oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. So four or five people ganging up on me at this point, exactly. right? So, I mean, I used to be like fucked on as a kid, like yeah. bullied in school and everything, like bullied by the parents when I got back home. Like it is what it is. But then when I hit like high school, I was just destroying everyone and everything. It wouldn't be close. Like I was like dicking. Like it wouldn't be, like I, I it would not be close. Like it wasn't even a challenge for me. And I'm like, like why? Like well, this doesn't make any sense. And I realized like, look, there's a shit ton of bad stuff that happened in the, in the past, right? Yeah. And if someone told my parents, don't do this to the kid, I wouldn't be where I am right now, right? There's no such thing as good and bad. No one knows what something's gonna lead to. There's just what happens, that's it. So that's yeah. why I take self-accountability for everything. Like it depends on what you make of the situation. It's not what happens. You can't be blaming anything else. It's like if a fucking meteor hits the campus tomorrow, it's not shit, this meteor hit, my company's dead now. It's like, what can I do with this? That's it. Like, that, I mean, 
it's always what you can do with the situation. That's really impressive that you had that level of outlook back then. Yeah. It happens usually from bad things. Like usually like incitement, like I think Joe Rogan said this very well. Like the the smartest people in the world are the ones that have gone through like the most hell in their lives. Like that's how it goes, right? paraphrasing exactly what we had yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah i mean yeah like we, one of the things that we've always talked about like is if you're gonna like make a video in character or a yeah. superhero it'd be like the most like the strongest and like all the he's all gotta the have the possible. fucking saddest backstory of all time bro. yeah it's gotta be the worst shit grew up like alone on the streets yeah like, literally the south literally. side of chicago yep, like, exactly yeah. exactly well for, for you what do you think like were those biggest moments probably the so the company failing is one of them you can probably imagine the yeah. first one right uh i mean my entire i don't think there's biggest moments i think there's a consistency of moments right yeah. i don't think everyone like i think the, like a very a lot of big people don't have like mark zuckerberg let's put his example right yeah. bro was kicked out of high, uh harvard right had his, all of his shit go bad for him yeah. that's not like a one-time moment that's like what the, the result of that moment now is for several months right Several months, he's yeah. just fucking like doesn't know what's going on. Like he's on probation. Like yeah. all the shit's going whack. Like it's what he makes of it in that moment, right? Yeah, yeah. So like my life was shit since the very start. Like I've had a terrible like family life for for a long time, right? Yeah. But like now my family life's very good. It just takes a lot of work. The point is like it's like a lot of consistency over time. Like a lot of bad stuff happening. School wasn't good. I don't think I, I have very little friends. Like that's the yeah. point, right? I'm just down. Yeah. I'm grinding constantly. That's yeah. really it. I, um, but yeah, I think like the biggest thing of that is like like you said, self accountability. Yeah. The minute you start blaming other people for all you're that, fucked. you're it's just all fucked. Gone. I used yeah. to do that all the time. And yeah. I was like, this just ain't it. This just doesn't yeah. get me anywhere. Especially like I think that goes back to like indian families the yep. minute you start blaming your parents for anything going, you're fucked you're like bro. it's all over dude because like i mean indian parents are hard on you but like they they want the best for you like no, I, mean, I agree you can't like you can't start blaming them for everything that's going wrong like yeah, they parent I mean, the way can, they do i don't, but, like, I don't do what they say like so exactly like, <laughs> you, like you don't gotta do what they say but you also don't gotta fucking yell at them for exactly, shit you know? yeah then I, again if you want to practice your debate skills sometimes that's a good play i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> good debate partners for sure that's why yeah. i'm good at speaking is because i have to argue with them constantly yeah but I, yeah the minute you start blaming them anyone actually like yeah it's you lose not it. you lose like a I agree with all that. motivation on anything i'm saying they're very spirited debate yeah. partners bro i'm yeah. telling my you. dad's like still to this day like even though like the bears have decided to keep me still like we should have went with the first pick so taking bryce bro, Young, logic like, goes out the window when you're talking to an <laughs> indian exactly, person it like, is what it is man like the cool thing though is that once if you if you start winning debates with them you know you're a freak like yeah the minute you start winning like They'll like start arguing with you last yeah, day. So that's what like, I say. That's what I don't get arguments anymore. Like I, I've had zero problems exactly. at all just because I started clapping them my senior year. It wouldn't be close, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I, so he, so when I was like arguing with them growing up, and and teachers would go like, "Yeah, arguing isn't debating. Arguing with a fucking Indian parent is as good as like a model UN conference or an FBLA exactly. or a debate tournament." I shit you not, dude. Bro, the, the, like logic doesn't exist. It, so, like, I, so I pull it to a model UN fucking tournament. And the only people winning are Indians for a fucking yeah. reason, bro. Like, I'm yeah. not going to lie to They're you. probably practicing with their bodies. That's and what like, I'm saying, <laughs> man. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But what were you saying? Have you ever, like, made, ever tried to, like, no, nah, it's not my shit. I, I I appreciate music. So music, like, just I, I have music on constantly, right? Like, it's how I get my adrenaline levels so high, like, during the day. Like, I, I just, like, picture myself in situations, like, some really, really stupid shit. But, um, it, like, so I've had, like, my adrenaline levels measured, and they're, like, triple what the normal person's are. Um, I don't do any caffeine, nothing. It's just because, like, I'm con- my mind's constantly racing, right? So music will facilitate it a lot. I'm not the person to type, type of make music. I played violin my entire life, basically, and a lot of other instruments, right? So I've, I have an appreciation for it and the industry. But I'm more attracted to how the people in the music industry are. I'm more attracted to people than the, it is the music, right? Um, I use music as a tool almost. Like, it, I mean, there's like Josiah's song. Plenty, like, it invokes certain emotions. Yeah. And those emotions help in certain moments, like during work and stuff, right? But I'm more attracted to how the people in the music industry are, which is great. Like, I mean, that's like what I'm most yeah, I wish about. I could feel music as much as this. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like, like I'm insane really, seeing I that. Like I really feel it, like. I've been in a couple of studios, bro, and the the amount, like the ta- drama beat, shout out to him, if, any, if he ever listens to this, bro is like um, in a studio alone all the time, like doesn't give a fuck, like he has people over sometimes, bro. The way he's just like the passion you see in the in the way they listen to like themselves or other people listen to music, like because they can hyper analyze, like 
like if if uh, I'm looking at a tennis match and I'm not a tennis player, I won't know what the fuck they're doing, right? But as a tennis player, I can appreciate like the level of skill it takes, right? Yeah. As an artist, you can appreciate like, and it's so much more complex than the artist level. There's so much shit going on, and, and only if you're like an expert, you'll you'll analyze all of it and see yeah. it. Yeah. It's, 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 no, I was gonna add on that. It's like when we're like watching like NBA basketball, like how did he miss that shot? Exactly. Like, but dude, there's like the LeBron James so much shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, no, it's like so, it's so like beautiful. Like I would like, it's almost like a whole different state of consciousness. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like like, I think musicians get in the flow state more than any other person out there. I don't know if you know what that is, but flow yeah, states like, I, yeah, I athletes get in it a lot more, but yeah. I don't think many people have done studies on it, but I just know too many artists that are just constantly like, they, I'll like be in a studio session and they, I like ask them a question and they just don't respond for like five minutes straight. And then they'll just like out of nowhere go, yeah, so like that's the answer to this. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, he's just in the zone. Like everyone's yeah, yeah. in the zone. So, like, I mean, that's how it goes in the music industry. They're, like a lot of very heavy focused flow state because they're just so into their craft, you know? Yeah. Do you think being surrounded by so many artists has changed? I just like, yeah, I want to phrase this in the right way. But like being surrounded by that community because I take it before. Yeah. Like, yeah. The last two years you've been really strong. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But before that, like not as much like your high school and tennis. Like yeah more, like, more technical stuff I, I got a big ego so i don't really change for much ever i don't yeah. think i have changed for a, a long time yeah. it has made me appreciate people a lot more okay. right but it definitely hasn't made me like uh change my personality or anything it's been pretty yeah. consistent throughout yeah i i feel like being around like my friends for example yeah. though it helps me i think i think they've done studies about this like just being in a different environment whether that's like physically yeah. or also just like like different people that you're used to. Whatever. I agree with that. Yeah, it'll help. It'll just like kind of more experiences gives you like a more. I agree. I think if I was with people constantly, I agree it would be changed a lot. But like I'm very alone constantly, right? Like if yeah. I'm meeting with anyone, it's only like a one-off thing for business yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like my my the way I shape my life is very original. Like it's just based off of what I do. You know, yeah. um, it's a little bit different. But I do agree. Like being around, like you're like I said, network is uh, net worth. So anyone you're around have you heard the rubber band analogy where you got like a rubber band and then if you got your friends over here and you're trying to go up your friends will pull you back down if they're down there but if everyone's going up the yeah, same time yeah, they're going yeah, up, yeah, right yeah, yeah. it's the that same shit a lot more than you think like with all the people that i'm around right mm -hmm. um i like to hear that's why i, I appreciate people to ask a lot of questions mm -hmm. um like casper was doing that a couple days Cas ago i love how Great asking questions that's how you engage in conversation you ask questions that's what you do right yeah you that, that's how you learn more that's how you talk to people better like mm -hmm. that's how if you want any advice on interviews or anything ask them questions yeah. if they're asking you questions you ask them questions always mm -hmm. it's a two-way street casper is like so yeah he's someone i like i, I love casper so much because he's Kid so humble yeah, yeah he's so, so humble. humble yeah yeah and i i mean i love i love that so much because i mean we were just talking. he's a little too humble i'm not gonna lie to you yeah the first time i like casper i had no clue who he was no he doesn't have a, he doesn't do a good job of like pitching himself is what he told us i remember but I, I he, could see that he, he'll get there apparently is what he, he says he's working on it but still he's yeah. he's got the shit bro's bro no, bro's got the hardest step down which is Asking and uh, talking to people, asking questions, and talking—the hardest thing, yeah. hands down. Yeah. yeah. And I also, I also like, like how humble he is, though, because it like yeah. makes talking to him very easy for like. A I agree, especially well in these settings. Yeah, it yeah. is. But I mean, I've never seen him. I guess like on a like a pit, like pitching or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's less of that though. Like it's more of like um like humble is cool like you got to portray humble so you're approachable and everything yeah. right? which is great which is why you don't show an ego like you don't have to brag about shit or anything like that you don't have to do any of that yeah you only answer questions asked to you you don't ever talk about that's my rule of thumb i don't ever talk unless i'm spoken to right and if i'm spoken to through a question then i can get into it with some more detail right yeah, yeah. um but casper is good at that like he's good at talking unless he's spoken to like very good at that bro's yeah. definitely got an ego he just doesn't know it yet he's i can see <laughs> i can usually see how big someone's ego is by the questions they ask all the time it's a great indicator for me right yeah. bro's got one he's, it's deep down but he's got one for sure i he's I, there I'm, I'm that's so what i was pushing them drop out of college bro i don't think you need this shit you need to fucking do this shit yourself i'm not gonna lie to you um I I'm a, I'm ex I'm really excited to see where he's gonna be. Yeah, same, hundred percent. Because uh, I mean, he's been doing it for like six years of yeah. like that type of stuff. Yeah, and yeah like, he's been grinding. When you've been doing it for that long, and then I mean, uh, in the fall, I was, he was just talking about his day to day. Yep. And like he just puts in so much time on Effort, it. Effort. Yep. And uh, 
I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Hundred like, percent. Like, such a pure human. Yeah, he's bro. pure soul, bro. Like it's I, rare to see. Honest no, to God, you don't see that too. Especially with content creators. Yeah. Fuck my life, man. He, he's the, like the exact opposite. Of yeah. The, like the uh-huh. stereotypes that you. Bro, I talk with. to content creators on a daily basis. Sometimes I gotta hold my tongue, bro. Otherwise, I'm gonna say some vile shit because these yeah. people are not good people. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie to you. There's some people that just have got the priorities wrong, values wrong, everything yeah. wrong. It's just. Yeah. Is what it is. I was I was talking to him about. I don't remember what he was talking about. Um, I don't remember what how it came up or something. And he was like talking about like the big reason why he wants to be able to get to the fin- like the what he wants to make financially yeah, yeah, yeah. like in this next year mm-hmm. is so that he could like retire his mom. And like that's like Got the you. big thing. Like yeah, it's, really it's, a, it's that's like the most sure. Casper thing. Yeah, like, it's the most Casper thing I can think. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's- that's why I told him like he might start finding some vets. So if he does his own shit himself, like he might start finding some more value than the cash itself. Because I, 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 so I respect people that have an interest in cash, like an interest in like it's studying it, like it's cool. It's a really cool like how it works, right? Yeah. I like respect the study of the topic, any topic really. Like yeah. it's great. I just don't, I don't necessarily respect the type of people that only try to make the cash, right? Mm-hmm. And Casper is <coughs> in that realm. So hopefully he doesn't stray too far away from like his study of it, you know? Like I, yeah. I respect that a lot, you know? Yeah, I think, well, the other thing is like, well, I'm interested to hear what you think about this. Mm. It's like, I don't think that it met, ma- okay. Money though is also, you can also kind of use it as like a measurement of how much, how skilled you are or something though too. I don't think so. You don't think opinion. so? Not at all. No, because okay. dude, I know so many terribly skilled people that have a lot of money. It's all about luck. And okay. End of the day. Yeah. Well, in order to make money doing something, you also think no, I don't think okay. so. I think it's a lot of a lot of luck. So the point is, like, you can be skilled at a specific field. Yeah. And like, if I focused every single day on just making money, I'd make money. If everyone focuses every single day on just making money, they can make money, mm-hmm. right? obviously with the, some level of like skill set and you're focusing on only what you're good at right like you'll be able to do it like yeah, yeah. i know some guy that owns like a laundry mat right yeah and he just does that every day bro's a millionaire i'm not kidding like he, he just scales it constantly right yeah. he just owns a shit ton of places like okay. he, he bought one set that all up bought another just scaled it completely right okay dude's got like a, a just focus on only that right okay a lot of people that i know that are just focused on like I mean, Andrew Tate's a great example, <laughs> just a fucking sex trafficker. And he's good at fucking like, uh, like doing that, you know, like he's good at like yeah, managing yeah, women's yeah. only fans. Like that was okay. his thing, right? Yeah, yeah, no, doesn't okay. mean I'm he's understanding. A, he's a, he's a bad human. Like, it doesn't mean that like there's like bad people. It's just some people, some, you can make money very easily. It's not a, like a level of success is what I'm trying okay, to say. Okay, yeah, yeah. So wait, maybe I'll, ref- I'm going to try to rephrase it. Yeah, and yeah. still, I want to hear what you, what, okay. Like, let's say I wanted to make, okay, I'm, Let's say I wanted to make money with a podcast, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah. I need, a, like, I feel like I need a, if my podcast is good, then I'm going to be reached out to, like, for, like, to make money. I agree. Like, yeah. so then that, then that money coming in for the podcast is a It's metric. less of good. It's not, though, because there's more to it. And you'll understand this if you, okay. as you scale the podcast. It goes, look, I'm going to get a marketing up. I'm going to have a guy like Samil help the fuck, boost the fuck out of it. You're yeah. going to have a shitty podcast. Have you seen fucking Myron and like, the, what are yeah. they on again? What's that called? Uh, Fresh. Fresh and Fit. Cool. Fresh and Fit. Worst shit I've ever seen. Have yeah. some cool guests on and the guests carry that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And, and they bring on just women and roast them. That's literally Yeah, it, no, right? I know. Very, that, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. They do the marketing right. I know the people that do the marketing for them. They crack them out, okay. right? And now they have a shit ton of sponsors. People that come yeah. on board support them, right? And once you have big names coming onto your thing... It's okay. just, they're leaching. That's how it goes. They're not doing it okay. themselves. They're just leaching off other shit. I, I understand. Them, yeah, right? I understand. Everyone's that. a leech. That's how money's made. You leech off of other people. The reason why I'm going to make money is because my investors believed in me. I leached off of them for the money. The reason <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get cash is because the, the buyers are going to leech off the license sales on the market. Everyone's a leech. Money doesn't mean anything. It's just something that's used to, how do you do this? Navigate the leeches. Like you, you'll get like a place in a crib because you've navigated the leeching yeah. well, right? Like you know how to make people leech off of you or leech off of other people. That's how it goes, right? Okay. So, I, I mean, it's not an indicator for anything. Okay. It just doesn't mean, it's just how good you can leech off of other people. That's it. It's necessary, cool. And you can have that. And I think yeah. money's needed for a lot of things, especially in common society right now until yeah. someone breaks it all down, hopefully me, because I plan on it. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
dude, if, if someone, I mean, at least right now you need to, it's a skill to learn, right? Yeah. But it's not like how I value someone ever. Like I don't look at them based on how much money they have. Um, I look at them on who they are. Like there's a lot more to a person than yeah. just their money. Yeah. yeah. And most people don't see that even in themselves, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I, I, yeah. Which I, I thought that as of five minutes ago. Yeah. But now I, well, I also want to reflect on it more. Like I, I'm not, um, but yeah. Okay. 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 My mind's going in like 10 different directions. <laughs> it's good. It's good. That's yeah. the point. It's supposed to go 10 different directions. No, I know. Then you come I know. up with your own opinion after. I, like I said, I don't want anyone taking my opinion. Just That's that's the point. If you're no, taking my opinion just my, for a word, my, you're fucked. Bible. Yeah. It's you're already Bible. losing. You're doing what I told you not to do in the beginning. Don't yeah. take my opinion for shit. You're supposed to process it and then make your own. That's how it goes. Damn. And most of the time, people will come to the same. That's what I've learned. I think uh, human have like a very, very good instincts and animals got instincts like why do you think when a cat's born it knows how to cat like it like that's like the best example I yeah give. when an a- yeah when an animal like alligator's bored it knows how to alligator like, that's how it goes right it's got yeah. the instincts built in animals are a lot more attached to their instincts right that's how yeah. it goes humans are very less attached to like yeah. a- you have a, a human doing different things but at its core if you stripped it all away and you had a, every human just using their instinct we'd all be the same person just in different bodies i'm not kidding it, it won't be even close right yeah the point is like we all know all of this stuff so if you are to spend the time on your own just coming up with your own shit you usually come to the same opinion as someone else that is also attuned with their instinct doing the same thing yeah hmm. mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i need like the next three days to just kind of like funnel out all my thoughts on this and everything but this is this is actually the longest we've ever had, had podcast how long has it been jesus i don't know yeah hour 25 something like that no, well, you're, that, you're like, authentic, which is like... Yeah, know, I think that's what usually makes podcasts. And this is why Joe, Joe Rogan does a great job. See, like the people like Joe Rogan, that I, I, like a free spirit, like do their own shit, right? They're good at finding other people that are like that. Bro brings on only people that are all like that. He doesn't bring on anyone else. And mm-hmm. when he does bring on one of those shitty people, he'll always push back on their shit, like constantly, right? Yeah. Like he won't like it. Like, And sometimes he makes his guesses wrong. But the point is like he always got someone that's just as interesting as him on the same podcast. And that's what you like as podcast owners. If you guys ever like pursue this, like full term, long term, yeah. right? Dude, you gotta be good at that. You gotta know like yeah. if the guest is worth it. And that's just based on how they speak. Like you gotta be very, that's like all business people are good at it. Like all people that speak to anyone's good at it. Like, so I was with a uh, KVS Tabla, great Tabla player out in um, uh, New York at zero bond with a new show. I, I, I just started talking to me and not Austin. No, well, I, so I, I mean, that's Indian. That's Indian history, right? <laughs> I, told, I, was like, I mean, you wouldn't know it. I mean, white motherfucker. I mean, he definitely knows it. Great guy. Shout out to him. So, so I was with him, right? And he, we, so there was two like big people that are with Anoush and the investor, right? And he was talking to Anoush a lot, right? So he's, he came to me after and was like, why are they so willing to just give me advice and help out with shit? Like, cause like he was just asking them stuff and he never met these people in their lives, right? I told him two things as I answer to that. It was like, one, the fact that you're even there means that you've crossed their like barrier for entry, right? Like they only, they're like me. Like they only associate themselves with people that can make it there for a reason. Like those people with big egos, those people that, that can understand everything and like have like a skill set that's valuable, yeah. right? More than just the money, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy saw that and was like, okay, shit, I'm going to talk to this kid now. And the, KV, the KVS Tubble guy got a big ass conversation with all yeah. of it, right? Um, so there's a lot of social barriering, right? But it's also the fact that Sid speaks very very well right you can tell he's got like a big you can tell he's got his shit known um Mm. so people notice that immediately after the first couple of minutes of conversation all the people at the top know it everyone that's good at anything knows how to do that right and that's how you get people like joe rogan bringing on great guests every single time so you get podcasters doing very well because they can bring on great people all the time you know yeah 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 yeah. That's why shit like Fresh and Fit's gonna die in like maybe the yeah. three I mean, years, four short, years, some shit. It's all short term, dog shit. Any of yeah. it. That, that's what really builds on a on a hype trend. Like that's just the the hype yeah. trend of, I mean, the, the Andrew Tate's hype trend. We'll just cl- call it that. Like that's what it is, right? Um, exactly. That's the reason why it's doing well. So then uh, the point is like Joe Rogan's gonna be permanent. Like bro's gonna keep on doing this until he fucking retires. I mean, exactly. that's because he brings on people that he knows how to bring on. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I, th- I think we'll wrap we'll wrap it up right here. Perfect. But um, if we're if we're leaving with one message, I think it's gotta be be have an ego, right? Yeah, you just gotta have, have an, an ego. ego. Yeah, do your own shit. Come That's to it. opinions for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And just don't be and just don't listen yourself. to other people. You can yeah. still be in college, still be in school, do all of that, but just don't take everything to heart. You can yeah. do it yourself. That's and it. And it's good to be alone. Yeah. That's, that's something I, I gotta learn. 
got to learn and practice a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank Agreed. you for the time. 100%. I, really I got appreciate you, bro. it, man. And uh, yeah, for those of you guys listening, have, have a great rest of your day. Perfect. You too. Bye.